Hey guys, Waleed Shah here and welcome to the first episode of We Are Just Visitors. Um, this is sort of a new podcast format that I'm trying out where I talk to people about their uh, belief systems they, and how they think the world operates uh, and, and how they go about living their lives day to day um, and what they what they teach the people around them and others. And uh, I got this. I got this uh, expression. We are just visitors from uh, a photographer that I now call my friend. His name is Abdullah Sabri. I was in one of his um, documentaries. So I, I heard that phrase, and I, I I didn't know him at the time. So I messaged him and I said, "Hey, Abdullah, I don't know you. I love your work. I um, I saw your documentary, and I'm 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 going to steal this phrase, man. I'm going to do something with it. So here it is. This is the first episode, and I'm talking to uh, Valentina." who I randomly met in Dubai. Uh, she's a psychologist and an author. Uh, her first book is called For Her. And uh, she does a lot of work with uh, with couples, uh, either helping, let's say, save or navigate their marriages uh, and helping them, uh, you know, uh, live, live day to day uh, with what they're, um, what they're feeling. So uh, this, this general format I'm trying out um, is unedited. There's no video to it. Uh, the quality might not be great, uh, you know, for the first few episodes while we get our bearings together. But uh, I, I felt I felt that I would just start, uh, you know, just hit record and uh, record conversations and put them out. And we'll see how we go from here. So, uh, you know, comments welcome uh, on, on quality and how you felt. Uh, but this is the first of many. And uh, let me know what you think. Here we go, Valentina. But, you know, Valentina, I, I have no idea who you are. Yes, I understand. Who, who, who are you and how, how, like, how do we... That's good. Yeah, how, how do we know? Like, all I remember is... I, I, I remember you were sitting behind me, standing behind me at the Wari concert, and then I saw you again at the at the five rhythms thing i'm like yo i've seen you before and then you're like yo I've, i say hello to you every time <laughs> when is this every time when, when... no actually we see each other very often really where yes i don't remember to be honest like the, the most i can say it's a kainuna okay kainuna yeah Yes, and before somewhere else it looked like every day but it was somewhere else did i take your photo kainuna no. Okay. No, it was a very short time because I came with my child. Okay. And its kids were allowed only before. Because if I took your photo, I'd remember you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can say I found your profile mm -hmm. through the Liberty mm -hmm. because I found her photos very interesting. Mm -hmm. And like, even I didn't even know what she's doing. Mm -hmm. It's just take my... Mm -hmm. attention what kind of photo she has and after and the soul that this is her chair like wow and i'm like okay now i got it but it, it took time for me to understand people in our circle who is doing what and i started to follow you and after i understood that you are what you, you published the book yeah and with a cover with a breast mm -hmm. and uh, that's why i called you and we spoke about it because i wrote a book for men Mm -hmm. And uh, the local publishers 
they didn't allow me to publish it because it's a lot of topics about sex masturbation, drugs, military, and so on. Mm -hmm. It's like it's a different phase of the life and different part of the life which is supposed to be open to discuss. Yeah. Because it's based on their land interviews, but I didn't find a solution yet mm. how to make it here. Because I don't want to publish my book somewhere else just to be published. I want to publish here. Yeah, I that. <laughs> yes, so it, it, it took a very long time. That's why I didn't do this yet. But I will do this one day. Let's see. Maybe they're just waiting to change did the you, did you Did you talk to the publishers I, I told you about? Yes. Anything happened there? Uh, can you remind me the name? Uh, the DreamWork Collective. Yes. And actually, they say no for me. Okay. Yes, okay. I spoke with them. They're in charge, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, they're in the UAE. I think exactly. they have yeah. both. Yes, I spoke with them. And they said no. I sent them. Because the topic? Yes. Okay. Can you tell me what, what, what the book's about? Uh, I'm a psychologist. Okay. And... Uh, I can say life experience. I wrote the first book about women during the COVID. Okay. And I can say it's, of course, it's related to my own crisis and like the journey which I'm going through, mostly about how to be a normal woman. Normal. You know, like it's not about Barbie style, it's not about beach style, it's how to be aware, but how to be rooted to the family tree, to understand your patterns as a childhood, to the social uh, stereotypes and frames. And uh, I spoke, like, how the idea came to me, because I spoke with a lot of ladies here in Dubai, different ages, different nationalities, different religions, different cultures. And uh, they told me always the same story. I understand that with thinking that we have some barrier between us and like we speak in different languages, but all our problems are the same. And the pressure from the society the same as a motherhood problem the same like the partnership problems the same it's like always this and that and uh, that's why i decided to write the book which is based on the interviews and women talking about problems like where they've been a child like what kind of relationships they have and uh, i can say it's through the childhood to the i don't know 55 age crisis about initiation, how we're growing, how we're raising our kids, what kind of thoughts we have to have, how we can bring normal relationship in uh, our families, you know, like how to take responsibility on yourself. It's not about to be independent or dependent, you know, like it's how to work with ourselves physically, through the body, shapes, like forms and so on, what's the people thinking about us, what is beautiful, what is not, it's about mental health and about spiritual growth too. And when I wrote this book, I understood, okay, now it's time to write for men because, like, ladies for the last, I don't know, five years, improving a lot, I can say, and guys, they don't understand what to do with us. Because before it was only domination through the power or safety or money. Now everything is done. And when you don't have to do this, like, what can you do as women? Like, why you have to be with someone else? I'm so glad you said that. Yes, it's, you know it's funny. I've been thinking about the same thing recently, and I, I really wanted to. I wanted to to. I, I wanted to talk to men about about masculinity and what they think about masculinity and how they they've dealt with themselves. Yes, I've I've spoken to a bunch of people to start this quote unquote podcast, and nobody wants to talk about it because they're afraid to get cancelled. 
they don't want to talk about masculinity. They don't want to talk about, they're like, no, no, most, well, most people don't want to hear that. I'm afraid to get canceled. So I'm glad you were thinking about that too, because that, that's really exactly yes, where I, I am in my head. Because it's like, it's came to me because I see like my friends, I have my family around, like a lot of people with whom I work in because I'm a very social person. Like I'm listening to all this shit from the people's lives. And I understand uh, that the, the main point like it's a trouble between man and woman relationship. Like I'm, in my book, I'm talking only about classical sexual types. Mm-hmm. The people they don't know what to do with each other. Like ladies, they're so independent because they don't they don't have to like uh, hold the relationship only because she can't do anything by herself. To be in relationship as a like is a abusive toxic relationship, you know, like because she can control her life. Of course, it's a, like some kind of black and white, but uh, like we have a different moments in the different stage of the life, which is not really pleasant. And uh, about guys too, because Dubai it's a it's a single guy city, and like a lot of them, not so many women, and like they have. A lot of choices, but at the same time, they're struggling because they can't find a partner for themselves. Why? Because in this city, everybody actually working very hard. It's about schedule, it's about salary, it's about that everybody understands what they're doing. They have some purpose, that's why this is a strong city. You know, like it's not people who is just living and sitting on the sofa. No, everybody moving their ass. And it's a very dynamic city. And in this case, to have not just a sexual relationship, but kind of connections. It's about how to trust, how to love, like what kind of value system you have and why. So it's different parameters. So in this book, it's much shorter than for women. But I, tr- I spoke with a lot of guys and they explained for me situations from their life. So of course, it's about childhood. It's about teenagerhood, what to do with uh, anger inside, because it's a lot of anger. How the people, like why they're drinking too much and doing drugs too much because they can't handle themselves. They want to go on the street and kill people, but they can't because it's not allowed. And it's like the suppressing distress. It's like it's too much for for guys too. Like I can say, and of course everyone wants to have a proper partner. But what does it mean the proper partner? Because um, it's not just about to sleep with someone. It's about how to feel the heart connection. But to feel the heart connection, you have to open your heart. To open your heart, you have to accept yourself first and your emotions first. So it's not about to be always masculine. It's not about to cry every day, but you have to understand where is the balance that you can give and share. And uh, mentally, of course, too, because level of education is meaning about the couples, too. So, and of course, it's about uh, like military, it's about war, it's about like that even there's no man here, like we will no, never have war in the world, you know, like how to feel your responsibility about, so, you know, with this cruelty and toxicity for people, for families, for kids. And of course, how to raise kids and how to grow mentally to understand how to go through the crisis. So the 30 years old, how to go through the crisis for the 40 years old, how not just to buy expensive car and not just to have a young girl next to you, you know, with whom you slept. It's like what exactly is going on, what kind of initiation you have to go through. And of course, it's about God. It's a lot about religion because it's not about what kind of religion you have, but the 40 years old crisis for guys, it's always understand the purpose of the life and the connection with God. 
and like it's not about that you feel bored or like you want to kill yourself or like something else no you have to understand the connection because you are guided in the family you you're supposed to be always a little bigger and higher than your woman because she's supposed to follow you because if she's teaching you it's bad <laughs> she can teach you about uh, like everyday life but about uh, spiritual purpose in life i truly believe this is for men and he's supposed to understand himself first enough to explain for another generations even if he doesn't have a kids at least to spread words and family in small circle to be wise some kind of like this and of course it's about mistress, it's about sex, it's about gays and so on, like because as a psychologist I understand that the population of the gays it's too much, but exactly the roots coming through not self-confident and like the first experience which you can't forget. Because again it's a social frame where the ladies like have a sex uh, with each other, like for them it's just a game, and they're like, I don't care after she can go into the guys like as a remember about this experience is a funny part but if these guys sleep with, with each other they can't forget themselves first it's very traumatic for them and from the society too and that's how they're marketing themselves as they are, belongs to the sexual group special one with actually true you can try it it's okay <laughs> like you can speak about it it's okay but it's not means that this is once and forever don't shame yourself about it you know so it's a, it's a lot of topics, a lot of topics about, and of course mental health, about cooking, about cleaning, about more like how the mother raised you. <clears throat> so many parts of our life together, many puzzles. And it's, it's based on YouTube, isn't it, as I said before. I have so many questions. Yes, please. I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> start. Uh, I want to get to the, to, to the God part. That's what, like that's okay. the most this thing I'm most interested in. Okay. Uh, but I can't remember what else. Now, I had a few questions. Then when you, when you hit the, the 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 spiritual part, because honestly, that that's kind of like where I am now, as you know, like my relationship with with what, like why am I here? Who am I? The universe. What 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 is going on? So like that's where I am. You said it's something that most men go through in their 40s yes okay i i'm i'm, I'm mid 30s so it's, it's still early for me. but like I'm, you're 35 36 yeah 36 yeah. i guess it's a little early but you you can ask yourself yeah. anytime about it yeah because the crisis usually start like 38 sometimes 42 mm -hmm. it's not like exactly in the 40s yeah. <clears throat> it depends on the stage of your mental health like how you're educated and how you're growing so t tell me about this crisis what, what does it look like um, it's called middle age crisis, but I can say it's it's a lot of them we have in our life. But most important, it's a thirty years old and forty years old. <clears throat> thirty, it's about value system in general that you understand that before, when you thought that you were adult, you are not fucking adult. <laughs> the journey just start when you cross the thirty because you understand. Okay, hormone system already come down. If what system? Harmony system. The harmony? Yeah, okay. no, harmony system. Harmony system. What was that? I mean, adrenaline, endorphin, okay. like kind of things. Like you. Hormone, I got you, got you. Yes. Okay, got you. And uh, you had already some work experience, like relation experience, like independency, like liberation experience, like whatever it is. 
And it's the first part, uh, the first time in your life, and you can watch, uh, like, look at this uh, as a like, as a movie, and decide, okay, this is what's right, this is what's wrong. And uh, in the thirty years old, if a person doesn't have experience, for example, they get married very soon, very fast, like nineteen, eighteen, <clears throat> they never had, they used to live alone. They never had the personal time to travel, to understand themselves, what I really want. And they have just too much responsibility and pressure from the families. Usually it's the age where the people get divorced. First time. <laughs> or like, they're, like they're looking through the, on the life, like they're just removing the pink glasses, you know. So, some kind of. It's a say bye for illusions. It's a responsibilities and so on but it's more about how to figure out this life what exactly what i want like as a person they're trying to learn about themselves like to go to the club like to socialize to travel to change life completely to work life completely like so the career going up and maybe like there's a getting married and like finally have a family experience but actually it's the only right time to have family experience not before because after like, for example, my ex-husband, he found himself at 30 with three kids already. And, uh, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he never used to live alone. He has no idea what does it mean to be as himself. He has no idea what he likes, what he wants. You know, there's already a lot of pain and, like, body already because too much responsibility, very hard job. You know, like, and you can't say, okay, I don't need it because it's always with you, even if you, like, disappeared. You always know that this is with you. So in a 40 years old crisis, the most strongest one, and for ladies and for guys too, because everything which you didn't recognize at 30, and you skipped this crisis somehow, you tried to not to think about it, everything coming and smashing you to your face. Like everything that you did wrong, or you didn't pay attention, you didn't take seriously, it's coming back to you. And... Uh, but the the level of the physical age is different. You already have to be like successful. You have to be like nice and family, for example. You have to be financially stable. You have to take care about your parents, about your kids, and so on. But if you understood only the first time that you fucked up for the last forty years, it's very heavy for mental health. <laughs> and to rebuild the life with this energy in 40, it's not that easy, it's so heavy. That's why, like as I said, like if you in 30 didn't work on yourself very well, in 40 it almost will kill you. That's why the, that 40 starts a lot of like heart problems, like back problems, knees problems, for guys especially. And like a lot of ladies' problems, like gynecology and so on, it's coming through this age too. Not because we're getting old, because mentally we can't handle the reality. It's going through the body like the psychosomatic symptoms. And of course, it's like you understand that you don't have too much time because maybe it's just 20 years or 10 years to you will live more, you will long and all. And like, oh my God, I didn't spend time as I want. Like I have to figure out some power. I have to live for myself. I have to change the job, go to Bali, like to sell everything and just go to Thailand. Like, I, I hate my life, I do not hate my wife or my husband, I have to run, you know? It's <laughs> just like, ah, last chance, <laughs> you know? Uh, and uh, 
for the for for people with whom everything actually is fine, and they're taking a lot of responsibility already, but they understand that the purpose of the life, like still not really clear because like some kind of they're happy with family if they have, or maybe they're happy as a single person. Some kind of they're happy with work, like they have enough of money, like they can give money for everyone, you know, they can still have it. What to do? What is the point? And uh, this is a question which is opening about your connection with God, but you understand that you are not just a body, which is supposed to have this and that, you are the spirit. And through the different religions, uh, the explanation of the soul, they're different, right? And like, for someone it's... Uh, allowed to think about past lives, about your purpose to the future, about the connections. Is it like your first time here or not first time here? You know what kind of lessons you have. And if it's only one life and like you will die and like what you will have after you. If you don't want to have kids, for example, and if it's kids, what kind of connection you have with them because maybe they hate you because you are asshole. <laughs> so... It's, it's a lot of questions, I can say, it depends on the state of this person. But uh, all my clients are now in this age, and I can say it's like, wow, it's a rainbow of the questions. And I'm always uh, guide them through, through religion, I can say, to understand the connection um, with father first, if he's still alive, or like to understand the value system in the family, to understand what is behind of this physical world. And how to listen yourself is first meditation, first, I don't know, chanting, first some kind of alpha vibration that you're trying to understand that you're not just bones and meat and muscles. How to feel yourself a little high to understand what is this, to speak with God. Like to, there's a lot of people that are coming back for praying, if it's a Muslim one. But like, Sometimes it's too much emotional, like they're trying to pretend that they're nice. It's a nice religion people, but it's always question behind why, why you do this, what do you do? If you will do this, if you will do this, what kind of result you will have? So you have to understand this is your private conversation with God, you don't have to show anyone anything. Nobody cares, actually. <laughs> <laughs> how this looks like so, yeah. so you say you mean you try to guide them with their own religion what they believe in yeah of course I mean I can say the most important question here it's from this perspective to expand for the huge one and they're like I'm not to pretend that I know the truth I'm explaining how to ask the right question to think about life in general it's like I always uh, argue with people when they're talking about like how the first people came to this earth. Like, can you just imagine that all of your sequence of people thinking this is true is bullshit? Like, what if you will think by yourself how you will feel, how it's happened? Did you read about it? You know, like, where is the roots? What do you know about exactly? How many books of, a, for example, of another religion did you read? Do you understand the connection? Do you understand what's going on? You want to believe only in yours? Okay, explain me this answer, this answer, this answer, this answer. Like, are you following, really? Because if you're talking about, like, the person who thinks that they're, like, the poor, pure spirit of the Quran, for example, 
and uh, they're cheating on the wives and they're like, I don't know, drinking alcohol or they're doing like some small mistakes, I can say. Like, what is the point? You're thinking like, this one is allowed, but this one, what are you doing? Why? Because I think this is better. Okay, you think it's better. What do you think your gut will tell you? Like, what exactly? What, how you decide what is right or is wrong? You know, like, it's, it's always about analyzing and say it's an emotional intelligence and intelligence in general. Because in the 40, a lot of people thinking that they already know this life absolutely because they have already huge experience. But it's very important to continue to learn. Because, like I said, the most beautiful point to sit and sense that you don't know anything. Nothing, zero. As much more you learn, it's less, less you know. And like to really accept it, it's like, no, you don't know anything. And you will never know. And you will never know. You can pretend, you can analyze, you can see the results, but you will see that the, all the people have it, has it different. And at the same time, absolutely the same. You know? Yeah. And I think, I think like, what you just said is really at home. Like the more you learn, the, the more you realize you know very little. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think I, I, I've slowly, you know, started to come to terms with that recently. That like, I'm realizing that I will never know, you know, the, the truth or, or, you know, what, what this life is really about. I will just never know. And yes. I think I'm starting to slowly come to terms with that. How, how, how do you sort of reconcile that for yourself? Oh, my journey actually was very hard and it still, of course, continued. Um, my first very interesting practice, like as a psychologist, of course, like I've been in the practice a very long time. And um, I finished my yoga class, like as a, as a first base, like in the yoga education when I was 14. I read a lot of books about like souls and spirits and like my parents are so deep in astrology. So it was like always some knowledge about the something extra in this life, something extra in this life. But uh, do you know Scientologist? Yeah. So I've been with them in this center about three years. And I learned a lot through this theory too, a lot about how the mind working and how to release some stressful situations. And I ran away from them because I understood that they don't have questions for everything. They're just crazy. They don't have answers. You mean for everything? I mean, they think that they have, but mm. the answers are mm. not, not like mm. I would like to hear it. So when you said you ran away, like you physically ran away? Like you yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I escaped. Oh, wow. So there was like, it was like almost like... Is there a sector? Yes. It's a sect? Yes. Okay. Very expensive one. <laughs> <laughs> We have, you have to pay to be in it, huh? No, you have to pay to to learn more, learn more, and after you, like, you belong to them. Okay. And, like, you sign the contract that you belong to them for forever. Okay, wow. I do want to know a bit more about that, but let's not interrupt you. No, 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 it's, it's not important. I'm just yeah. trying to explain from different sides yeah. and perspective. Like, I learn a little about this life. Uh, after it was, like, depression, and uh, I was a very overweight lady, like, I found myself, like, absolutely drunk on the sofa, you know, like, black hair, like, fat and, like, ugly, very mad always. And I'm like, wow, 
what exactly is happening here. <laughs> and I start to work on myself physically, and I can say through the physical experience, through the sports, through the special products with diets, you know, like, um, it's not just about, like, when we're learning more is going through this channel, but we're going through the body, it's another channel, and it's supposed to be integrative together. So I changed my diet completely, like, I became vegan, I can say, once and forever, because, like, I can't eat meat anymore. Not because I have idea about it, it just happened with me, and I, like, I belong to sport now, like, I understand why I'm doing this and that, like, connected with my body. The first experience I had after COVID, it was a Tata healing. And for me, it was like, okay, some of the person will speak with me about like seven levels of the sky. Like, what is that? Do you know Tata healing? I'm not familiar too much with it. Okay, I will tell you a lot of information today, which is too <laughs> Yeah. So Tata healing, it's a work through your mind of the alpha vibrations. It's a kind of hypnosis. But not exactly, because you just go in very high, like you're elevating your energy, you're dealing with your spiritual body, about through your physical experience. It was a very interesting session, and I like felt first time, you know, like that something moving around my body. Uh -huh. It was first time experience, and like, okay, interesting. I never expect to have it. Okay, well, it's shift my mm, Speak. Speak. I'm speaking one, two, three. Okay, yeah, sorry. It's okay. Yeah, so you wrote your book? Yes, and I, uh, almost at the same time, I went to another session, it's like, do you know exorcism? Where the people working with the dark areas, like with the devils and like parallel worlds, and with the people who is dead. So I went to this session because of my grandmother. And like, I tried to figure out my family tree patterns. And uh, I never met my grandmother, I didn't know how she passed away. So I went to the session to try to understand if I can touch this area, what, what kind of death she had, and like how to speak with her soul. It was a very interesting experience, because it's like you're just sitting with closed eyes, like you're not drinking anything, you're not eating anything, nobody like doing some spiritual around, no. And it was a very interesting connection for me too. To absorb the area which I never touched, like I, I didn't even try and I didn't know that we have this journey somewhere, you know, like that people can guide you and like you really physically understand that this is happening, like you can see it, you can feel it, so interesting. And uh, in this session, she, the, my guider, she said that ayahuasca came to me, the spirit of ayahuasca, that she's calling me, I'm like ayahuasca, what is this ayahuasca? I, did, I even forgot about it. And after I went to Vipassana, do you know Vipassana? The silent, silent... Uh, ten days. Ten days, yeah. In Rasenheima. And I can say, it, it, this experience shifted my life completely because, like, it's not allowed to do anything. You're just sitting and meditating ten hours per day. Silence. And for this first day, for ten hours, like, my mind gets crazy, and I remember all my life, day after day after day after day, until day when I was born. Like, really. And I'm like, okay, it's one day. What do we do nine more? It's crazy. But it was amazing techniques, which I first like felt the vibration of my body, which like I can really focus and understood that everything in energy, it like I'm energy, like all my organs vibrating, and I felt it, and I'm like, what the fuck? 
is like people speaking about it now like as a hype of the wellness but actually people in birma like create this uh, project like thousand years ago like why and like it's not about to be quiet like this is uh, the person it's not about to be silent it's about how to be connected with your body it's like how deep this uh, knowledge is and this is how like during the process i understood like all these situations in my life like it's like you go in inside of the body but you understand the result of the reality and that's why i decide to divorce but uh, like as a normal human being i understood like i can't just came back home and say fellas i have to figure out so how, like what is this because i can't blame just another person in front of me like we're 10 years together like i have to adapt speak you know like just to change you need a plan yes no, i'm trying to to speak about it like yeah. about uh, situations which i never even recognized before so after it was what is next it was a naked retreat in russia it was some like feminine energy retreats like but mostly psychology you know like through the body to the mind like i always went to this and that this and that this and that but after i start to use mushrooms and mushrooms it was another world for me too because before i didn't even smoke and didn't even try anything anything in my life never like alcohol maximum it's my maximum and uh mushrooms it's it was a very interesting journey to like to connect with my spirit i can say because i start to see a lot of things which i didn't see and like to analyze them to bring them back again from my physical sensations and so on like what is this what is that in my life and it was a lot of breath works it was the ice bath it was nail standing it was like a lot of different practices which i tried on myself yoga of course every day fasting everything so you, you you sort of bombarded your brain and body with yes, like for the one and a half like for two years i did a lot of intensive intensive practices but it's like it's always happened in my life like naturally i didn't try to find i was not hungry to try more or something like this has just happened with me and um, why i'm telling you all this story because it's hard to say what kind of purpose i have because i have to explain the journey which i have why i know i have this or that because it's not just came to me it was a very deep integration through the a lot of experiences through a lot of people and of course ayahuasca finally came to my life oh it was very heavy did you try ayahuasca no yeah it was very heavy it's happened in kerimanjaro and i can say it was magic because it was new moon at ceremony and tribe from Amazon forest came to Jamaica Island. It's like tribe of this size of the people who doesn't speak English, and like this size of the people who doesn't speak English, like this, uh, like um, Asian, this is like absolutely black and like uh, all together as a keeper of the planet Earth, you know, like and how they're creating some rituals together. It was, it's, it's magic. It's magic, absolutely. And the ayahuasca experience was so heavy for me so heavy like i only like now understood how sensitive i am in general because like when i work through my energy 
like I'm getting sensitive of everything of the people like I'm avoiding social places usually like I can't speak too much like I can't spend people who is sick like I'm, I feel like I'm dying like too much energy for me and uh, in ayahuasca I literally dead died absolutely like I went I, I will not explain the whole journey which I had because it's like it's so long story but uh, it's not about death of ego. It's like it was death of my body. I was the only one who was like absolutely freaked out there. You know, it just people you were so scared. When I came back, I was so depressed. After like about six months, I couldn't handle this reality. It was very painful because the answers which she gave to me, it wasn't enough for me. I was like, of course. Tell me. <laughs> so that's like I need to know more, right? Like, was no, that... I know. I I saw everything. I understood. Like, I can say, um, I always believed in the past lives, and I had a lot of experience, which I saw my past lives, and I know how what kind of experience I had and why. Like, I did, did a lot of different meditations and like regressions and so on. And like, okay, it is how it is. It's like, it's not that important. Like, it's my life here is not based on this experience, but it's some kind of explanation about some situation. Some things that you feel. Maybe. Yeah. And uh, I know from which place is my soul, because I saw my soul, and I know that this is outside of the solar system, so far away. And I know, like, what kind of colors it is and what kind of families I have there and, like, how how long I never came back, you know, like, and it was like a lot of mixes of my feelings and uh, that disturbed me a lot. And the explanation which she gave to me was very simple and it wasn't enough. And I felt so exhausted and so disappointed. And after it came for me to do, like, a lot of panic attacks, like, an anxiety, like, I couldn't handle, like, it was so hard, so hard. And only after maybe eight months or nine I got the, like, I understood what she told me. Like, she actually healed my depression. I felt as if this is, like, too much for me, but her explanation about the life living of the ple pleasure to be human being, it's, like, you can speak about it all day long, but only when you can understand this is, like, in your physical sensation, you will understand it deeply, like, what is exactly does it mean to live in this body? Because... Uh, a lot of in this universe happening is just vibrational vibration, you know, like this vibration, that vibration. It's nothing nice or wrong. It's nothing happy or mad. And only as a human being you can understand the specter of the emotions. It's only people can have it. Even dogs can't. Only, only we. And uh, when you understand that you're going through the pain and you're very happy, it's both of them as a gift it's so nice to understand what kind of experience it is because through emotions only we can know the lessons of this life. Even if we are not happy, it's always the question why. Because if you feel nothing, you can learn anything, you know, just it is how it is. You can always sit like this, that's fine. But we're always craving over the emotions, even like in the work, in the relationship, like in the life in general, traveling for this, you know, we're doing everything just to, to feel, feel something, feel something. And through the feelings, we're learning a lot. So, 
I can say after eight months after ayahuasca, I finally understood the balance, like in harmony inside of myself. Because like a lot of things happened with me, like through my divorce, it was shit, 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 you know, like just, wow, life in Dubai, freelancer life, like no money, yes money, like it's so traveling, so many people, like it was so complicated and heavy. And uh, finally I can say like nothing can touch me, but not because I'm like strong or like something, no, because I finally rooted and stable and balanced inside that I understand life is fucking beautiful. You know, like, and uh, when you understand it, you will never ask what is the purpose. <laughs> because you're already happy to leave it, whatever it is. Because on the purpose, you will never know. You can speak about your lessons as a soul, you can speak about your lessons as a human being, either whatever, what do you believe? But the main idea to be happy and be grateful, like, for the 1,000 percent inside that you're here right now. Don't be scared. Don't be mad. Don't be sad about it. Just grateful and like, yes, I have it. Because not so many people that dying every day didn't even have idea what they're losing, you know? Someone like they're killing each other, someone they kill themselves because they're empty. But you understand that you're fulfilled, absolutely. You're just fine, whatever it is. Is it bad? Is it nice? There's something wrong, like is it war, is it rain, is it someone dying next to you? It's okay. But it's not because you're numb, you know? It's about you understand this is a beautiful life. From the different, different, different worlds which you can be. Some kind of like this. So can I ask you, when when you're on this journey, how... Like let's say, I say did it take you like two or three years? You were in this sort of like this like intense. Just three years. Yeah. It's very intensive. Yeah. yeah, like intense, like two, three year period. Whereas like you you do a lot of stuff to to your mind and body, put yourself in situations. Where did sort of your 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 friends and family and your loved ones fit in? Like how 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 did how did you navigate those relationships while you're in your self discovery mode? No, I can say I destroyed the most longer relationship because of this. But it's not because I would like to try everything and we have different interests. No, I just getting more um, informed about different situations in the life. I understood that we have absolutely different mentality. And uh, if we are growing together, we have to grow together. And when I tried to take my ex-husband to learn with me, it was too much for him. He went to, like, for many different sessions, we went together and we went to Vipassana too, but he didn't, he didn't change his mind. Uh, not for me, I mean for himself, because it's the same issues with the work, with money, with kids, like responsibility, health, and so on. And uh, he started to blame me that I'm learning something. He started to think that I'm a black witch, that I'm doing something shit. Now he's just avoiding any topics of self-awareness. He's like absolutely mad about anything. And uh, it's hard to live as a person with whom you have a different value system. Because, and again, it's not about religion. It's about how we can learn, how we can know more. To speak about it, to discuss it. And of course, to bring it together as a couple life, right? Because it's about my purpose to, to work with people, for example. And like my feelings about people and his feelings about people, it's about friends, it's about kids, 
and the kids are can say it's most painful situation because when you raise them, you have to explain for them how this life it looks like, right? And you don't have the answers to to at least start. It's a very difficult. Uh, yes. Oh, you're against ideas, you know? Like yeah. Both both sides have like completely different ideas, then the kid gets yes. really confused, you know? Yes. And uh, I can say, I mean, it's a very maybe common situation, but uh, the main conflict was because he started to. He doesn't like that I start to work because before I used to sit with my daughter at home and uh, he didn't accept the idea that I'm I'm doing something. Like, wow. And it was always like, I sit at home and I'm like, okay, I will not. <laughs> like, and my friends and you friends, like, I start to play on the fan fan. Like, we had a lot of friends there. I invited him everywhere, but he always was mad that I'm spending people with, uh, time with another people. Mm-hmm. And I can say this is very stupid uh, reason, to be honest. But when you lost a connection with conversation, it's like you can't discuss it anymore because it's a different angle of the, like, what, what to do. It's not just, uh, it's not working. So so where, where are you now? What are you, what are you thinking about now? About what? In, in black, like, what are you, what are you, uh, like what's occupying your mind these days? To make more people more happy. I guess this is my main uh, idea about what I'm doing in life in general. Because so many people they need help and support, different kind of, and of course they have different level of understanding this life. And I'm trying to do as much as I can to explain, to help, to explain, to help just to put some seeds, you know, like just maybe you'll understand like in three years later, but what I'm talking about, at least I'm giving you options, just please, life is not just this, please, look around, you know, and just zoom out. Yeah, zoom out, try to look at this, like learn more information, read books, speak with different people, like to try to find answer of the questions, because I don't know all the answers, and all of us, we have a different background that I can't pretend that my my experience will, will help you, that you have to do the same. No, maybe you don't have to just stay where you are. It's more safe for you. Sometimes it's important too, but at least look around that you are not alone. Because people, they're struggling with the problems, like which is very material one. And they don't think actually important and exist. And when they're sick, like they're trying to understand why it's happened with me, like because this, 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 you have to change, you have to look around. Even if it's your lesson, you have to learn it, you can always transform and metamorphose the situation which you are in. So kind of like this. Okay. And and, and where does where is the handpan fit in? Handpan? Yeah. Like, what, what, how, how did that come about? <laughs> it was, I don't know how to explain. I'm a piano player. And uh, when we came to Dubai, we moved every year almost. And of course, like it's a lot of stuff and like there's Dubizel and so on. So piano, it was very expensive instruments, which uh, are very hard to tune, which is which just like real one. That's why we never bought the piano here. But I was like, when I came to my crisis, and I said, I would like to play music, like I have to play. And like I have to have something small. But my fingers, as a, like as an artist, they're so tiny and uh, not where is now strong for guitar and like I feel pain always when I'm playing like I can't handle it 
And once I meditate on JVR Beach, and one guy sit next to me with a strange circle, metal something, and he start to play, and I'm like, anybody? <laughs> what is this? What is this? Like, yes. And he just played, and again, he ran away, and I'm like, I came back home, like, okay, Google, what is a new instrument people create in the world? Because, like, I, I have no idea. And it showed me the hand pan, I'm like, oh, wow, it's something, like, not that big, I can carry it. And uh, I start to ask between guys, like, please, do you know this instrument, or who can play this, or where can buy it? And they recommend for me an ass, I do it. And I spoke with him, like, okay, hello, can I buy instruments from you? And he says, before buy, please come, let's try, like, I will teach you how to play. And I can say, as a married woman in this time, like, I never spent time with guys, like, with someone home, you know, it was very weird for me. And I'm like, okay, he's invited me to home, like, what to do, like, play instrument. Okay, like, I'll go, I'm coming, and he's sitting with his friends, I'm like, okay, I'm alone, two guys, like, What's going on here? Like I felt so, like so stressed. I didn't even move. And like I sit, and they're speaking with me. I'm like, mm -hmm, uh -huh, mm -hmm. and they start to play for me together. And I start to cry immediately. Like I couldn't stop. It was 30 minutes. I'm just <laughs> and they're like, Valentina, are you okay? Like we don't know each other. But I don't know what to say. But please continue. <laughs> wow. Yes, and. It, I can say this is how he became my teacher. And after around three months, always when he played for me, I always cried. And this instrument helped me to release all my uh, emotions through my heart because it's really touching my my soul. And uh, yeah, that's it. After, of course, I just continued to play. I bought this instrument and uh, I after I started my own journey with, with this instrument, uh, like I started to teach people too and use it for my work. And I can say... This is the most beautiful one, which is like very resonating and very helping people like who is uh, very stuck with emotions. The like guys are crying, ladies are crying. It's very cool. Yeah. Little music, it's healing. Dancing, it's healing. Singing, singing, it's singing is healing too. But not like different people that are taking these activities differently. I've I've been I've been hearing a uh, a Hank fan calling myself. I've been I've been yeah, every time I see a Hank fan like I like I'll, I'll, I'll grab it. it. Yeah, I'll grab it and, and Would you like to play? Yeah, yeah, I'll play I'll, I'll play it a bit. But like I always like I'm like, yeah, I'm like so drawn to it. Uh recently I bought a, a, a so I, I play music as well. I play guitar, I've uh, uh played in bands here and there, but uh recently I I started listening to like violin music and there's one specific song that's really oh, yes, to you, you told me that you so, so I bought a violin. Yeah. And I took it to Thailand and I'm like, I'm gonna learn violin. Okay. It didn't work. <laughs> it was so hard to, to it's get so hard. It was so hard to get anything to sound like anything <laughs> from that thing. So I actually sold it to Thailand and okay, I I I didn't I didn't come You just you give up so fast. Yeah man, I, oh. I I, I, I played it for a bit and I was like, man, I don't think I can spend enough time with this thing to be able to to do anything with it, you know? But Hank Pell, I can I can uh, I can work with it, you know? Show me. Okay, show you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> 
wrote uh, I wrote uh, I wrote uh, an album recently. Mm -hmm. The the beginning is just a hang pan, just going like yeah, or the sounds of the shore and sea, and then, and then it goes into like a piano and just very yeah. cool. So relaxing. Yeah. So relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, I should get one. We had an uh, event now, and uh, I stay in the shelf and you and Shavasana for people. And we had crew, there's uh, five people, they're recording us. And when I start to play, I understood, like, I catch that all the people, they're just sitting next to me, like, all the crew, like, as a security, like, lifeguarders. Although then they're sitting, like nobody moving. Like, okay, someone will record me. Oh no, that's just like. <laughs> so far away. Yeah, it's, it's so relaxing. I think it's, it's one of those instruments, like when you get into a flow, yeah. like for yourself, it's relaxing as well, not just for everybody that's listening, just like that, that flow that you get into when you're, when you're playing. Would you like me to play? Yes, please, go ahead. No, if you want. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to, yeah.
here. Still here? 